You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. China. On the line, Managing Director of Emerging Markets and Africa at Deloitte and Touche. It's Dr. Martin Davis. Hi, I am Martin. Donald Trump threatened China already threatening to retaliate against Trump. Gee was talk about a wrecking ball. Morning. Yeah, good morning, John. Sorry to spoil your day by talking about Donald Trump yet again, but uh, yeah, the Chinese is uh, already threatening a, a trade war because of Donald Trump's previous statement of calling China raping the U.S. economy, calling for a 45% uh, sort of increase in the value of a renminbi, the Chinese currency, because it's claimed it's undervalued. And the Chinese media came out. Actually, Xi Jinping, the president, spoke to Donald Trump a few days ago, just sort of a friendly, perhaps, sort of initial phone call. But the Chinese press responded by saying that uh, any new tariffs would trigger an immediate countermeasures and a tit-for-tat sort of approach to trade war almost from Beijing. And uh, already they're threatening to say, well, and I quote from the newspaper, a batch of Boeing orders will be replaced by Airbus. U.S. auto and iPhone sales in China will suffer setbacks. And U.S. soybean and maize imports will be halted. China can also limit the number of Chinese students studying in the U.S. So this doesn't bode well at all. On top of a trade war, we also see increasing friction between Chinese interests and the U.S. in the South China Sea, uh, you know, over claimed islands and building of sort of military naval bases by the Chinese. So, so this, I'm afraid, John, this doesn't seem to have too much of a happy ending. It's starting already. Not off to a good start. And I see auto sales have gone up 20% in China. Do we believe that? Just to put the, the sort of the, the strength of the Chinese consumer in context, John, I just wanted to mention this is unbelievable. China's going to be selling over 20 million cars this year in its country. Chinese car sales have surged 20% because there's, a, there's a, almost a moratorium on taxes, which is going to be lifted by the end of this year on, on smaller engine vehicles, think 1.6 and below. So the number of car sales last month rose to 2.2 million cars in one month alone, which is absolutely staggering. We talk about a, a slowing China, but the resilience and the strength and the spending power of Chinese consumers is absolutely incredible. Companies like Great Wall Group, um, GD, which owns Volvo, another company flying. And, and talking about the U.S. issue, General Motors sales are up 5.7%. Ford Motor Company gained 14%. So any sort of uh, sanctions against uh, U.S. multinationals, I think U.S. multinationals should be deeply afraid currently we're selling in China. In the event of a trade friction, I'm afraid it's, it's them and their shareholders are going to suffer. Those two stories actually are very closely linked, aren't they? And briefly, Tencent goes to the movies. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm not sure, John, last time you went to the movies, but uh, I have a figure in China. Chinese, Chinese love going to the movies and forecasts are this year. Chinese moviegoers are spending 10.4 billion U.S. dollars on movie tickets alone. And I often say any number coming out of China is always a big number, but uh, this is getting a bit much. So Naspes, uh, an African company, of course, which owns 36, I think, percent of, of a company called Tencent, you know Tencent, which is uh, responsible for things like WeChat and the like, is now going to movie business. So, so they aim to become 10 or Tencent, uh, i.e. Naspes, aims to become a global entertainment production company, is investing at least $295 million investing in, in, in Chinese films to be created over the course of the next two years, generating local content, and it's absolutely staggering. Um, China really is going to be the next, or the attempt at least, the next Hollywood.
Isn't that and fascinating? That's fascinating. And driven by a South African company here. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And of course, I was once, believe it or not, offered the job of head of Supersport many years ago, and I turned it down three times. Think of those shares, Darius. 